Let us pray. Lord, cause us to trust in your death, to know that you went willingly to that suffering for our deliverance. Give us the victory you won, the life, the forgiveness, the salvation, and the promise in your name. Amen. Dear fellow redeemed, grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for our meditation today is from the book of Deuteronomy, the 34th chapter. Moses went up from the plains of Moab to Mount Nebo, to the top of Pisgah, opposite Jericho, Jericho. And the Lord showed him the whole land, the territory of Gilead as far as Dan, all of Naphtali, the land of Ephraim and Manasseh, the whole land of Judah as far as the Mediterranean Sea, the Negev, and the Kikar as far as Zoar, that is, the plain in the valley around Jericho, the city of Palms. Then the Lord said to him, This is the land that I swore to give to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, when I said, I will give it to your descendants. I have let you see it with your eyes, but you will not cross over to it. So Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in the land of Moab, as the Lord had said. The Lord buried him in the valley in the land of Moab opposite Beth Peor, but no one knows his burial place to this day. Moses was 120 years old at his death. His eyes had not grown dim, and his vigor had not declined. So the ch children of Israel wept for Moses in the Arabah of Moab for thirty days. Then the days of weeping and mourning for Moses came to an end. Now Joshua, son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid his hands on him. So the people of Israel listened to him and did just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Never again has a prophet risen in Israel like Moses, who knew the Lord face to face. Moses performed all the signs and wonders that the Lord sent him to do in the land of Egypt against Pharaoh and against all his officials and his whole land. No other prophet ever displayed all of the mighty power and the great awesome deeds that Moses did in the sight of all Israel. These are your words, Heavenly Father. Sanctify us in the truth. Your word is truth. Amen. The deliverer of God's people looks upon the promised land, content to die outside it, because the people he led are now going to be given free passage in. This was a, a punishment for Moses, for a sin that he himself had committed. And nevertheless, he was honored in Israel as the greatest of all their prophets. God himself gave the utmost care to his body, burying him with respect. The Lord loved this prophet. One greater than this Moses, though, has arisen. He, too, climbed atop a mount, carrying not his own sin, but that of the world. He looked down from the peak on all that the Lord had placed in his hand, all those who grieved him by their sin, all those whom he loved, whom he forgave, knowing that by his bitter pain and death, innocent and holy, they would pass into the promised land. Although he was most loved of God, the one in whom he was well pleased, his father forsook him poured the cup of his wrath upon him. 
The faithful prophet was punished not by men or any earthly government, but by the Almighty. He was only 33 years old and had led his followers for three years, although truth be told he had been diligently leading them for millennia since creation's first flash of light. Only a few wept for him, and he was buried with as much care as could be mustered in haste in a rich man's tomb. It was hoped by his enemies that none would be able to break into his grave. And so to prevent any from finding him, a stone was sealed over the entrance and a guard posted. Those who loved him could not mourn him, but only cowered alone, afraid for their lives. When the Lord's Sabbath came at sundown, they could not take part of the rest for fear. But the Lord did rest, asleep in his tomb, his spirit reposing in the hands of his father, happy and content, for his work was finished. He had completed the task 4,000 years in the making, and now his human flesh could sleep until he would wake on the third day to proclaim this beautiful, wonderful news that the trial was over, the battle won, the journey completed. The promised land lay before his people, and now, because he had bought them, every day would be a Sabbath, destroying all fear and granting perfect rest. They passed through the waters with him. They ate the heavenly food and drank the heavenly drink that was his flesh and blood. His good news gave them faith and joy that even when things were dark, the light of life was still theirs. It's still yours. The deliverer died on the cross happy that those whom he loved, were by his substitution given life. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, forevermore. Amen. At this time, once again, in our normal services, we would collect our offerings, so I encourage you once again, if you have uh, the ability at home uh, to send offerings in, uh, you can put those in your regular offering envelopes and put those in a larger envelope and mail those to us. Or if you're more comfortable, you can drop them off at church while I'll be here. Uh, we'll, we'll put those away for you. Uh, or you can simply save them up and bring them all once we do finally open our doors once again and can worship together uh, as, as we all desperately want to do. Uh, but uh, once again, as, as you are willing, uh, please continue to, to bring those offerings and please continue to contact us if you have any particular needs. Our service continues with the last five verses of hymn 331, verses 6 through 10.